Hi, hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Shavina Hooper, and our topic today will be on the housing inequalities that impact low-income New York City residents during COVID-19. On March 2nd, 2020, New York City confirmed its first COVID-19 case. On March 11, 2020, coronavirus was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. And in order to stop the spread, the CDC warned us to stay home, stay in. The city and many other countries have managed to close down within this time period to stop the spread. In a city like New York City, that many migrate from all over the world and within the States to New York City to achieve their American dream, the population that live in poverty is over 1.7 million that live below the poverty line in New York City. And with 64% of the residents that are renters, the population increased every year. In turn, the city's poorest, the makeup of 1.7 million struggle financially to survive and provide shelter for themselves. The city's poorest population makeup consists of blacks, Latinos, and immigrants. Due to the high demand for houses and the supply shortage for housing in New York City, we find that many of the landlords that rent to low-income residents kind of create like a slum, a slum style of living where the homes are overcrowded and there's unsanitary living conditions for the residents within the When we do look into zip codes that house Black and Latinos and low-income, you know, residents of New York City, we see that there's, you know, in the housing, they're overcrowded present day during COVID-19 as they were during the 1918 pandemic. And we also see that the healthcare access is still limited to the poor. Unlike neighborhoods or areas that house white, rich people in Manhattan, it's just completely... As of May 11, 2020, 943 residents that live in New York City 
public housing have died of COVID-19. All they've also reported that there's close to 8,000 cases among 400,000 New York City housing residents. And the fatality rate of the New York State as a whole is 8%, while the fatality rate is 19% in the New York City housing apartments. When the residents were interviewed by news reporters, they brought up concerns that they were not provided enough testing. It wasn't available to the residents that live in New York City housing, which are low-income New Yorkers who are usually Black and Latino that make up. And they asked that testing become more available as well as distributing face masks and food and improving in sanitation of their living conditions that exist. Some of these problems existed way before COVID-19, but now that COVID-19 is affecting them, it's, you know, even, it's even more important that the city address these housing problems that low-income residents are living in. And now I'd like to take the interview over to our interviewee, Curtis Bryce who has worked both as a building maintenance slash super in Brooklyn within the lower income residents neighborhoods and also as a construction worker working on various sites throughout New York City. So let me introduce you to the topic. We talking about overcrowded living in NYC and how do poor people survive? in crowded spaces, and how does this global pandemic, COVID-19, affect those living in overcrowded spaces differently? You know? uh, because there's so much you can talk about um, black people and their condition as an eyewitness. Uh, and then there are um, four, five, sometimes six people living in one apartment because the cost of living and the job that they, they, they have, because they do the low-end job, the minimum wage job, so they cannot even, oh, um, they cannot even like, um, but uh, they have the COVID-19, and then um, I was always wondering how that's gonna happen in the black community, because with five and six, how do we quarantine in the black um, community when we have, we all can only afford a one bedroom apartment with um, four and five of our siblings have to live with us to help with the current situation. So um, it was kind of disturbing to me 
because I didn't know how it was going to happen. But um, I don't think in the black community, um, it would have worked in the black community because um, we all live in that kind of condition in the black community. Can you tell me about some of the living conditions you've seen immigrants living in? That, you know, uh, another situation or condition we have to really address, you know, in this country. Because, you know, illegal immigrants still in sometimes in such bad condition. It's unbelievable. Uh, sometimes they, you find them live in condition where, you know, they are somewhat left in, um, in the apartment or in a, in a room where they live in. And basically they can't even do nothing about it because they have no legal right to be calling or because they because they are in fear that if they put their the name and the living condition in the system, um, they might even get deported. Uh, I would like to ask you to compare how you see like the Black American experience with the immigrant experience, like housing-wise. Similarities or differences? The only person I give a different lifestyle is a white is a white American. But once you say black and illegal immigrants, black, I think that that falls under the same umbrella. Because I would have to draw a thin line how I'm going to class the 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 the, 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 the black American black people. Whether you black you black Asian, black China. Once you are that black in what you're saying, you're getting treated differently. and essential workers who do not want to risk infecting other family members. And in response to the overcrowded housing of low-income residents in New York City, Governor Andrew Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio has offered hotel rooms to be used as quarantine sites to help residents who live in overcrowded homes, also to help homeless residents, homeless shelter residents, and for healthcare and essential workers who do not want to risk infecting other family members. To wrap up our topic about housing inequalities, during COVID-19, we see that Blacks, Latinos, and immigrants are dying at higher rates than any other race in the U.S. as a whole, and as well, especially in New York City. And when we compare that to the year of 1918, the pandemic, many Blacks and immigrants died at higher rates. And one of the greatest contribution to their higher rates was social conditioning that still exists today. And luckily, now we see that 
it is being acknowledged more. As we've seen Governor Cuomo and Bill de Blasio's response to provide a place for everyone to quarantine. To give everyone a chance to have a fight, an equal fight against COVID-19, regardless of our zip code and our race.